0: Let me first say, I am so inspired by you. I can't put my phone down and record this damn thing. I want the first 30 seconds to be the most freaking interesting thing you've heard all week, and I'm trying so hard to come up with something great, and this is what I came up with, so this is it. I mean, I'm sorry to not deliver like that, right? It was 30 seconds of nothing. Are we even at 30 seconds at this point? Anyway, it's my first episode in my brand new pep talk studio. It's coming together. And this microphone is attached to a new desk. And you can't tell, but I'm awkwardly sitting behind the desk. That is too short compared to my very tall stool. I did remove the back of the chair, so I feel a little less awkward, but my backdrop isn't the color it should be, and, you know, there's still a little few things, little touches here and there that are going to make this place more homey, and I can't wait to have guests in here. It's going to be coming up in March. Hold me to that. It's going to be happening, and uh, very excited to share all of that with you and to invite you into my studio, maybe like I said, I'm very inspired by you. On social media, I'm constantly on that thing. And while I don't admire myself for that, it's one of the things maybe I need to work on with my personality, I thought this week would be a great time to go through the things that I don't like about myself and how perception really changes how you view not only you, but your reality. And you've inspired me so much. And I say that, and especially right at the very beginning of this podcast, because I am constantly seeing all these beautiful ideas, these wonderful interior design ideas for my home studio. I'm creating new thoughts here on Peb Talks and kind of structuring things a little bit different. Going to be adding some more sounds and effects when I have a little bit more time to do the editing part of this, but that's all about no zero days and cutting away at least just a little bit every day at getting this podcast to be a little bit better because it's not going anywhere. It's happening every Friday and I get more and more stoked about this podcast every week and I hope you do too. And I hope if you are wondering how you can help support this podcast, please continue to inspire me. Keep posting on social media what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're doing. I know I've had messages in my DMs from women saying that they've started roller skating for the first time because they see that I keep posting about it because that's just what I like to do, and I'm not even good at it, all right? These women are going to surpass me in no time when it comes to skills, and you know what? I say go get it, girl. This isn't a competition. This is all about inspiring one another to just be our best, and there's other ways, too, that you can support peb talks. If you could tell a friend, it's that simple. Let somebody else know. Even it's as simple as sending one of my posts. You know that little arrow thing in the corner there? You can directly send one of my posts to one of your friends. You don't even need to send it to everybody. Maybe just one, maybe two. Wow. I would, I would be floored. So also I'm thinking about doing a support link as well where you could donate whether it be monthly or yearly to Pep Talks podcast to keep it going and make sure that I can give you the best content possible. That's in the future though. So um but there's a lot developing and I am so thrilled with the way my studio is coming out. My little closet turned into a big girl professional even better studio than it already was. So I'm patting myself on the back for that. My perception of this podcast has only gotten better, and with that, let's get into a pep talk. Pep talk, did I say pep talk or did I say pep talk? That's the whole thing here, right? This week, perception. You see persons and things not as they are, but as you are. I loved that quote. One more time. You see persons and things not as they are, but as you are. That's from an Indian priest, Anthony DeMello, and It says a ton about a person and how they react to what you say to them. I've said this before in another podcast, and it really reminded me of this. You're not responsible for their actions. Just as when somebody says something wild to you, they're not responsible for how you act and how you go about dealing with what they just gave to you. Share what people say says a ton about them, but also in your reaction says a ton about you. And so with that initial quote, you see persons and things not as they are, but as you are. Doesn't that kind of sound familiar a little bit? The two kind of resonate within one another for me at least. So what I take away from that quote is really what I need to do is make sure that I am happy. I always make sure that I'm happy. That's like a really big thing for me. You have to make sure that at the very end of the day, when you rest your head down on that pillow, you can be happy. You're super happy with who you are. But if you're happy, then you're going to perceive other things as happy and good and positive around you. You'll get from the universe what you put into it. You see persons and things not as they are, but as you are. And I love that quote so much. So I thought it would be kind of funny to uh, call myself out on my own peb talks because I feel like I'm constantly, you know, positive, which is the whole goal of this podcast. But I kind of wanted to get a little vulnerable and let you know that negative self-talk, while I've said in the past, you know, it's easier said than done to kind of shake it. We all have these thoughts, including myself, and I've just never shared them with you almost like on purpose because I want to drill into your head that that negative talk and negative self-reflection and any sort of bad vibe you have towards yourself is really not okay. It's not a good thing to have. You should be able to critique yourself and change things about yourself. But um, that's why I think making this list of things that I don't like about myself was kind of difficult because I don't like thinking in this way. I don't like perceiving myself in a negative light. And I think that it's important that you do the same for yourself. But I wanted you to know that probably just like you, I have my self-doubts and I have the things that I know I need to be aware of and kind of day by day really try my best to overcome these negative features that I have. In sharing this, I hope you know that I'm trying every day to get better and to be aware of the things that I don't like, like how I can come across as bossy and my tone can come across as a bitch. And then, you know, I just scrapped all that when I was typing and I was like, no, you you can just be a bitch, Pebs. Sometimes you can just be a bitch. And that's not what I don't like that about myself. But I have to be real here. I, I also lack patience. I really don't like how I know something and I wait to act on it sometimes, uh, whether that that could mean a wide variety of things. Not when it comes to like helping another person. That's not what I mean ever. But, you know, uh, I also talk about myself a lot. I'm super self-centered and in contrast to some people that I look up to in my life, I just, hmm, that's something that maybe I should try to cut back on or be more aware of, you know, and I wish I was more generous, too. Another thing, I am like really high maintenance. That's that's a thing, you know? That's not really a super lovable quality. I, I don't know. But uh, it's on the list. And also, there's a few other things, too. Obviously, I don't say those things to myself every day. And I think it's important that I say these things into the microphone, too, and be vulnerable like this. So that way, I can like actually be aware of them and actively try to change them. These qualities in myself that I don't really like. And I won't lie, it's a little self-serving too. It's nice to hear myself put myself out there because that's something I really haven't done too much of here on Pep Talks. So please know that I go through it just like you. I might be positive all the time, but, you know, everybody has their days in their shit, right? And I have a list of things that I don't really like about myself. I think we all do. And that's why I wanted to put mine out there to let you know you're not alone, but also to absolutely now burn that list. Be aware of it in the back of your mind, but it's not something that you need to have present or in front of you. It's not something that you need to create. Please don't. Every day I'm so positive I've been spitting myself praises every day for at least like five years since I learned about No Zero Days. Check that episode out. It's like one of the OG ones. I think it's like episode nine, season one. No Zero Days. Kind of changes your life a little bit. And funny enough, too, not only in the episode do I go into more detail, Danielle Costa had me on her podcast this past week. She'll be doing a tiny interview in just a few minutes. Back to basic podcast. Take a listen. If you're more curious about No Zero Days as well, we can go way into detail. We get deep in that episode of hers. But anyway, what I'm trying to say... If you haven't been constantly uplifting yourself, then making a list like this might just bring you down. And I would hate for that to happen because that's not the point of this podcast. But if you're aware of things and qualities that maybe you need to improve on, you don't need to go sharing them with everybody or writing them down or anything. Just actively try to get a little bit better every day. That's what I'm trying to do. And with this perception of myself that is the opposite of the list that I wrote down, it's really helping me see the positives and the beauty and everything around me. And also with that resolution that I had to at the very beginning of the year to compliment at least one person genuinely every day. That's really, you know, more so than I thought. It opens my eyes even more to the beauty in each individual. Like, what could I compliment about that person? And I'm not just making up stuff and I don't compliment every person, but The beauty that I've been able to find because I'm actively seeking it out is wonderful. And I like that a ton. So if you don't have a resolution or maybe you dropped one, I think I said last week in my podcast or maybe it was the week before, a lot of people have already ditched theirs. So resolution up and compliment at least one person every day and see how that changes you and your perception around you don't allow yourself to have a negative perception of life. Instead, write down a list of things that you love about yourself and then remind yourself of that list every single day. I think that will be next week's episode of Pep Talks, creating a list of things that you absolutely love about yourself. Life is absolutely beautiful with the right perception. This past week was Valentine's Day, and if you didn't see my Facebook post, I got a retro Polaroid camera, but it's, like, new. It's a new retro. So it has all the functions of 2022, basically, but the photo still shoots out the front of the camera, and I think that's just the coolest thing. Ever since I saw one of those as a kid, I've always wanted one of those cameras. And yeah, the film, I guess, it, it can be a little expensive. I think it's, what, $25 for eight images, It's still pretty cool. And I am going to take a photo of every guest that comes to Peb Talks podcast right here in my studio. So I have a little photo album. Thanks to my husband and Valentine's Day. He's the greatest. He got me the gift and it's sitting right here on my desk. I can't wait to flip through the album when I have a whole bunch of different faces inside. I got my husband some gibbets, you know, those things that you stick in your Crocs. I got like different imported cars that i thought he would like and he seemed to be thrilled and i got him a spoon that says i seriously love you so i'm pretty proud of that because i just i think we're into puns and i thought that was pretty funny also got him a yoga mat too um just you know working out i know he's really into that stuff too so valentine's day was a win i would say for the two of us i'm sorry i can't compete with his gifts Another quick shout out. If you missed it earlier during the pep talk, I mentioned Danielle Costa. If you don't know who she is, I believe I've mentioned her multiple times on my podcast before, or I should have at the very least. She's amazing. She is going to do a tiny interview coming up, as I had promised. And uh, she is a woman, fellow woman in radio and behind the mic. Very talented, and she has her very own podcast and had me on as a guest called Back to Basic Podcast. Back to Basic with Danielle Costa. Take a listen over on anywhere you hear podcasts, however you're listening to pep talks now. We totally vibe. Definitely take a listen to Back to Basic Podcast and stick around in just seriously like three minutes. We'll have the tiny interview. But before we jump into that interview, uh, I also wanted to let you know an update with Valentine's Day, we had to postpone it. It was supposed to be this past Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, but we had to change the date because of the snow. There was a tractor trailer that jackknifed on the Gold Star Bridge, which connects New London and Groton. It's like the main way that I was going to go ice skating to, and it was snowy that morning. It was a bad situation and so I was trying to avoid the bridge and I think it was best if we all stayed safe and off the road. So this upcoming Sunday, I think it's the 20th, February 20th, come out and go ice skating Galentine's Day. We're going to do it up right around like when they open, I think like 1215, 1230. And you can get skate rentals there. I think all together it's like $25. And we're all just going to have a great afternoon just celebrating positive vibes and good ladies. You're invited. Bring a friend. And I hope to see you out there this Sunday. It's so funny, in Danielle and I's interview, you'll hear the energy cranked up a few notches. It's just the difference in studio vibes, I guess, from my home studio here, alone, solo, in my little closet, or at Ledger Center in Jam 1077 Studios and talking to Danielle there. It's funny. Take a listen. You'll definitely hear it. Tiny interview time. It's pep talks every single Friday at 5 p.m. You know this. And Danielle Costa is going to be our guest for a five minute tiny interview. If you don't know what a tiny interview is all about, she can answer as many questions or as few questions as she would like, but she only has a set period of time. So we'll see what answer she comes up with. If you don't know, Danielle and I, were both in radio and I'm sure she'll tell you a little bit more about that. But I've known her for a few years now. We've built this like really solid female friendship. And the fact that we're both from Connecticut, I think, is really cool. It's very rare where you can find somebody in the same like industry as you, let alone like somebody you actually bond with in the industry, too. So she has her own podcast as well. Back to basic, Danielle Costa. Hey, girl, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing really good. I always start with one question and I'm going to hit start on our stopwatch at the same time. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, here we go. The first question, where are you from, Danielle? I
1: am actually from New York. I am from Westchester County, and I have just happened to branch into Connecticut uh, professionally. So I've kind of, I guess, in both states, but I'm from New York. So where, when you come to Connecticut, do you typically hang out? I typically hang out in Fairfield County, uh, usually like Stamford. I actually work at a radio station based out of Fairfield County as well. So I kind of just hang out in those, you know, those towns and those areas. um, And I've kind of always done that too. My first radio gig was actually in Greenwich, Connecticut. So
0: cool. What's your opinion, would you say, of Connecticut as a whole? Oh,
1: I love Connecticut. Connecticut is like so diverse. There's so many different things to do. And you can be in a city in like Stamford and then drive an hour and a half and you're in like more of a country vibe. And there's just so many cool things. I mean, there's the beach in Connecticut. There's, there's just a lot of stuff. So I am a big fan.
0: What's the worst thing about Connecticut? (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know. see. I, I don't want to get in trouble, but I don't love the pizza in Connecticut, but I think that's just because I am like a New Yorker at heart. And I know that I'm going to get a lot of slack for that because (laughs) I've had arguments with other fellow Connecticut radio people about this who obviously like it's a big thing, right? The Connecticut pizza is like amazing. And I'm not saying it's like bad because I do enjoy it, but I just come from New York. So I'm just like, (laughs) I just love a New York slice, but it's not like the worst thing. Like if we're talking worst thing, right? Like that's not the worst thing. Like I have no idea what the worst thing is. I love it, but, um, I'm just a new york pizza fan at heart and i think that's just because i'm from new york i can't i it's so hard to pull myself away from that pebs
0: it's a solid answer girl don't worry about it (laughs) We don't want i don't want to get anyone in trouble and i
1: don't want to get anyone mad but i've also talked about this on my podcast too so people already know that i'm like i
0: love a new york slice i can't help it all right well tell everybody what do you do i know you host the podcast tell us about that and everything else that your life entails
1: yeah, sure. So as Peb said, I host the Back to Basic podcast. Um, so every week we literally get back to the basic, uh, which is a play on words, of course. But I talk to people like yourself who are just, you know, living out their passions, small business owners, entrepreneurs, creators, um, just so many awesome people to learn from. And I also kind of get back to the basic of like all these different subjects and topics that we probably all are wondering about or thinking about, but maybe we don't actually say out loud. Um, and so that's my podcast. I also I'm an on-air personality, like I said before, in Fairfield County, and I also work in marketing. So I kind of have my hands in a lot of things, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I feel like as a millennial, we kind of like have to, don't we?
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like, it's that hustle culture, which I, I we all just kind of fall into, but I don't also love it because I feel like we just feel like we have to be running all the time. Right.
0: Yeah, no, no. Uh, it, it can get exhausting, but, you know, it, it's worth it for sure. Oh, absolutely. We're doing what we love,
1: right? And you know what? We both are in Connecticut. We love getting to talk to the people of Connecticut. And so we just keep doing it because we love it, too.
0: Right. Uh, Danielle, what makes you, you?
1: Ooh, that's like a really deep question, right? We're getting right know. to the oh
0: core God. of it. We're like halfway through our five minutes.
1: Oh, my God. What makes me, me? That I've I honestly don't think I've ever been asked that. And so I
0: don't, I don't
1: know if I know how to answer it. Like, I know, like I am a, like, I love pop culture. Like, obviously I, my podcast has a play on that. Right. I've been called basic a lot, but I'm trying to take that back and own that a little bit more, but I don't really think that that's what makes me, me either. I think I'm just, I love people. I love talking to people, obviously, cause you know, podcast host, radio host, um, and I don't know. I think I like to think that I'm, I'm kind and I like making friends and I don't really know. Oh, my God, Pebs, this is like this is don't a question worry. that I did not expect. This is like the job interview. Like, what are your strengths and weaknesses? And you're like, I don't what's like the nicest weakness
0: I can give myself. OK, here's a fun question for you. Um, would you rather be friends with your favorite celebrity? Who is who?
1: Oh, God, I have a lot. But it depends. <laughs> like, what kind of friend are we talking
0: Hmm. Like best friend. Well, or let like... me tell you what you're comparing it to. Would you okay. rather be friends with your favorite celebrity or would you rather be a celebrity?
1: I don't think I would want to be a celebrity. No? Because, no, because you know what? They have so much like their regular life is not their own, I feel like. And I feel like it's really hard because you go to CVS or something and people just want to know what you're buying and just care about your personal life. And you get criticized for a lot of stuff. And as you know, like you're on air, like if you say something that someone doesn't, doesn't agree with, like like me with my pizza question, right? Where I was like fully acknowledging <laughs> yep. that I know that people are going to get mad, but it's pizza at the end of the day. Um, I just feel like as a celebrity, that's, there's a lot of, additional things that we don't really think about and I feel like I would just want to be friends with friends with celebrities at the end of the day okay is there a celebrity that you
0: can pinpoint
1: oh um who I want to be friends with I feel like there's a lot of people I'd want to be friends with like honestly if I could be friends friends quote unquote friends with like Chris Evans I'm down for that um
0: but friends with benefits would work too yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No. He's like he's on the he's on the Hall Pass list, so it's fine. It's like Chris Evans. Like I have Zach Efron on that list too, because you never know. Like, what if I just happen to be, you know, I'm from New York. Like, what if I just happen to run into someone? And right. I, like, what am I supposed to do if Chris Evans is gonna like want to buy me a drink? Am I gonna say no? Of course not. He's Captain America. Of I have to do it to my no. country. So I mean, I don't know if we're gonna be go friends though. Like I always have loved like a Jennifer Lawrence. I've always thought that she was really quirky and fun and down to earth and any celebrity that I feel like is like relatable, like Kelly Clarkson's really cool. I don't know. There's like a long list. Cause like I said earlier, like I'm a pop culture person. And so any celebrity who wants to be my friends can like slide into my DMS. I'm down for that.
0: We definitely have that in common. Cause every time I try to like talk about like the Kardashians or like what's happening with Snoop Dogg, like my husband doesn't want to hear it. So. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Oh, a hundred
1: percent. I'm like, have you heard, oh my God, about what's going on with X, Y, Z. And then I have to like, sit there and fully explain it so we maybe need to have like a separate side pop culture conversation
0: yes <laughs> right definitely um so our five minutes is up but I still want to ask you more questions and one main one that sticks out in my head is you know that radio the industry is weird and it's crazy and it's just odd you know what I mean is that the best word to describe it yeah
1: yeah its it's it's very weird I have found though that like most industries have something like that right where it's like On the outside, it looks awesome or cool. And then once you talk to someone that's in it, it's like, oh, everything's kind of weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Um, So I want to know what's your best radio or memory? What's your best story? What do you got when it comes to the industry?
1: Oh, OK. I have a really good one, which actually just came to the top of mind because just yesterday I was asked to go speak at my college for like an intro to media course oh, about sweet. radio and all that stuff. And so we were talking about my internship. So my very first kind of exposure to professional radio, I interned at Z100 in New York. No way. And, what? Yeah. And that's crazy. I interned for Elvis Duran and like one of our jobs was to like answer the phones for people. Cause obviously you're in morning radio. You know that like getting in touch with the community and speaking to them and hearing from them is like such a huge part of like what radio is. Yeah. So the first call of the day for Elvis Duran, and obviously this is back then, but the first call of the day was so important because it set the tone for what the show was going to be, how the day was going to go. And they always encouraged us to try to find someone fun or funny or who had like a crazy story or something that you were just kind of like, wow, like this is insane and this needs to be on the radio. So it was a day that uh, the phones were down. So we had to do like old school writing a phone line on the paper, running it into the studio. And it was just a chaotic morning. (laughs) Okay. And so I answered this phone call and I was like, you know, Elvis in the morning show, what's up? And talking to this guy. And he was like, oh my God, like, I love you guys. And I was like, great. Like, what do you got going on today? And he goes, "Uh, I'm going into surgery right now. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, are you okay? What's going on? And he goes, yeah, I'm having penile surgery. And I was like, what? What? I was like, excuse me. Yeah. And he goes, he was like, yeah. And I was like, uh, right now he goes, yeah, I'm on my way in right now. I have to get, I have to get surgery on my penis. And I was like, can you hang on for like five seconds? (laughs) And he's like, yeah. So I write it in like, big letters on this paper. And I show it to my boss, who's right next to me. And she like, her face just goes, oh my God. And she points at me and points and runs and like to go inside. Yeah. So I run in the studio and I show it to the producer and he pulls his headphones off and he whispers to me, is this serious? (laughs) And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh my God. And he goes, this is hilarious. So they end up talking to this guy, and it was like so crazy. Like, he was okay, but like, he also had fun with it because he was kind of like, Yeah, I know it's crazy. Like, I'm having the surgery. And they were just like, How? Oh my God, like, what is going on? And then once we went to commercial break, they all came out and they were like, Who got that call? And my boss was like, Danielle got it. And they were like, Bravo. Yeah. And I just remember being like, <laughs> I just remember being like, Wow, this was the funniest. And it was like one of my first experiences in radio, too, where I was just kind of like, this is crazy, but it also just exposed me to like, I don't know, just the connection that radio can bring. Like this guy was going in for surgery, regardless of what it was for, right? He was going in for surgery. And his first thought was to call the morning show and talk to them because he loved them and they made him feel better. And so it was my first also taste, not only of like the fun and the funny and the whatever, but the first taste of like how influential radio can be and how you can like create those connections. And so I think that's what really solidified it. But that was always one of my funniest, funniest stories because it just like, it was just a chaotic day and it was a chaotic call.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that because you said it. I really am always (laughs) shocked at the people who call in, in the morning. It's like, really, you're thinking about me. (laughs) Yeah. But
1: isn't that so cool? I've always just thought, and like answering the phones on that job. I also talked about this yesterday with the students, but answering the calls in that job, like people would call and say they listened at such a hard time in their life. Like the show made them smile or distracted them, like helped them, you know, going through chemo or a breakup or a loss. And it just really like, I think made me love that this medium did that and like audio, like podcasting right now. Like we're podcasting, but people are gonna be listening to this like in their lives, like whatever they're doing right now while listening. Th- we're just like with them. And so I just always loved that. And I think that my first professional experience just really solidified that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Definitely a good memory though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I still laugh about it because I'm just like, I love that this guy thought to call the radio. Right. Like that was the priority. It's just like so funny.
0: Yeah. That That is that's something there.
1: Yeah. Right. I don't know if that would be my priority.
0: No, no. But I'm glad know. that he wasn't a creep.
1: No, it was like he was just like, yeah, like I'm like really casual about it. And I didn't really pry. And I don't think they did either. They just kind of were like, well, are you OK? Like trying to like, you know, just not get into the <laughs> gory details of what right, the surgery right. would be. But I mean, it's not every day you get someone who like openly admits that either. Like, I feel like most people would just say, Oh, I'm on my way for surgery. Like no one would really say the details. Right. But I mean, we're in radio and I still don't think that I would
0: like openly share that on the radio either. Yeah. Like everyone knows, but I mean, at the same time, everyone's going to be cheering for you. too. So. That is true. You're going to get a lot of people cheering for you. <laughs> Well, Danielle, um, one final question. Is there anything that you want said on the podcast? Is there any advice or things that you, you know, you just want to shout out to everybody? Oh my God. Like my own pep talk. (laughs) Yes. Yes. yes.
1: Um, honestly, I think at the end of the day, just, we're all just trying to figure it out and you know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to not get it right all the time. Pebs and I talk about this all the time too. And I talk about it on my podcast as well, but like, we're just trying to figure it out. And you know, we're just trying to do our best. And at the end of the day, like that's, that's what matters. And as long as you're like a good person and you are kind to others and the rest will fall into place. I just think that it's also about being kinder to ourselves. I know positive self-talk and yeah. stuff is really important. And so if anyone listening is like going through something, I know it's like a really rough time right now, just for everyone, um, whether it's like COVID times, weather, like whatever you know, try to be kinder to yourself and, and, you know, cause you're, you, can I curse on this? Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, cause I was going to say, cause you fucking got this. Yeah, you
0: do. (laughs) Yeah. That's my pep talk. I love it. Thank you for adding that. Cause I couldn't agree any more than what you had said. That was like very well-spoken. So thank you. Well, I get the positivity from you. So, (laughs) well, girl, we're just giving it, handing it back to one another. We'll keep it going in a circle. I love it. How can people get in touch with your Back to Basics podcast? Yeah. So you can
1: follow the podcast at Back to Basic podcast on Instagram and you can find me at Danielle Maria Costa on Instagram as well. And I kind of post everything there. And I think other links to find me and to listen to the podcast are there too. But it's on all those podcast apps.
0: Yeah. And in the show notes too. I'll make sure to put your uh, Instagram and the Back to Basics podcast as well. So you guys can easily find it. Uh, But thank you, Danielle, so much for taking the time and doing a little tiny interview. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. Some things you might have missed this past week. Main headlines like a video game company switching to a four-day work week and seeing a ton of success. Yeah. This company, Blackbird Interactive, they created Hard Space Shipbreaker and the upcoming Homeworld 3. They did a three-month test of four-day work weeks and found that if hour-long meetings were shrunk down to 10 minutes and some other things were like eliminated, like mundane tasks, all the workers were more productive over just 32 hours a week and their mental health improved. What are we doing here, people? We need to do this widespread in America. Everybody's getting burnt the F out. Wouldn't you say? This guy still had a little bit of energy inside him. He did what Michael Scott did when he needed customers at his paper company. He made pancakes. He did like a pancake luncheon because he needed friends. This one guy in San Francisco, his wife was like, get out there, go meet some people. He flipped pancakes for all of his neighbors. 75 people showed up. And, hey, Michael Scott, he only had, like, what, one person show up? But that was the one guy who he got a sale from. So this actually was a wild success, just like the Michael Scott pancake luncheon. If you need a solution to your problems, it sounds like pancake luncheon might be the way to go. My favorite thing to talk about celebrities like Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. You know what? I kind of shifted my opinion on this a little bit. I saw somebody post a meme saying like if this was real life and like Kim was like one of your girls and Kanye was just like a legit dude, you would definitely be scared for your friend. And, you know, when you put it in that perspective, yes, it's not so very much entertaining. This whole Kim and Kanye. If you don't know what's happening, Kanye West basically attacking Kim Kardashian is ex-wife's new boyfriend, Pete Davidson, and it's like on the daily. You never know what this guy's going to post. I even started following him, even though I try not to follow too many large accounts like that. Because, you know, I like small businesses and keeping it local, you know? But now I'm definitely following Kanye because of all this wildness. Who knows what we're going to see next? I just hope everybody is okay at the end of it, you know? While it is entertaining... I am slightly concerned that crazy people would do something wild to any one of the three of them. Lizzo has a new competition coming. It's called Watch Out for the Big Girls, and it's to find backup dancers for her next tour. It comes out March 25th on Amazon, and I guess it's for more inclusivity. She's saying that it's hard to find women who are looking like her. That's straight from Lizzo herself. And I'm just having a hard time with this because why make it a competition series if you're trying to be more inclusive? Why not just hire really talented backup dancers who are similar to you, Lizzo? Like, you can do it. Why does it gotta be a competition? I don't know. It's just, it's kind of interesting and confusing to me at the same time. Did you see that nasty slip the photographer took? She fell off of a stage and fractured her spine while taking pictures at the L.A. Rams victory celebration. And the quarterback, Matthew Stafford, he just, he saw it. Like, I saw the video of his eyebrows go like, whoa. And then he just walked away. But he's kind of, I guess redeeming himself a little. He and the team are covering her medical bills, so hopefully it's a speedy recovery for her. I heard he was really, really drunk, but still, like, come on, dude. There it is. I said, come on, dude. I have to say it. I think at least once every single Peb Talks episode. (laughs) Victoria's Secret, they hired their first model with Down syndrome. She's rocking the job. Congratulations. R. Kelly, in other news, he has hired Bill Cosby's attorney. Please, please no. We already are all angry at Bill Cosby for being a free man today. So let's make sure that the same thing doesn't happen to R. Kelly, right? Coca-Cola coming out with a new flavor. It's space flavor. It's called Coca-Cola Starlight. And actually on the morning show on Jammin1077, Boomer and I, we got a call from a local listener who said like her uncle was like, part owner or something of like one of the local distribution centers for Coca-Cola. So she got to try Coca-Cola Starlight. And she said it was really an interesting color. It's like almost like a reddish and it tasted kind of raspberry. And uh, that's what I gathered mostly from the phone call. She said it was good and enjoyed it. I can't wait to try it. I'm obsessed with Coca-Cola. And I also like space a lot too. So this drink is supposed to taste like space. Coca-Cola Starlight. A cargo ship carrying up to 4,000 Porsches caught fire just the other day, on Wednesday earlier this week. In the Atlantic Ocean right now, the boat is just floating. Nobody is no longer on it. The people from Portugal had to go all the way out and rescue these people. Like with helicopters, it was a crazy operation of rescue, they said. 22 members all were rescued from this boat that was carrying all of these luxury cars even bentley's were on there too one guy in an article i read on the new york times had spent one hundred and twenty-three thousand dollars on a vehicle that was on this boat he got a call from the dealer and was like yeah we know you've been waiting for that for a while that porsche but uh you're not gonna get it sorry not yet what I think is really crazy and interesting about the story, too, is that they don't know what to do really about the boat. It's just kind of floating there right now. What do you do with a boat like that when part of the cargo ship catches on fire? Adele announced this past week that her Las Vegas residency will absolutely happen this year. So if people have already purchased tickets. I guess they can hold on to them and expect it. But she says she's having like a baby next year. So it needs to happen this year, that residency. The Super Bowl, I think what else could be said at this point? I know we're like five days after when I'm recording this, but Super Bowl 56, this is kind of funny, maybe didn't know. The top local market for watching that game on TV was Cincinnati, while LA didn't even crack the top 10. That's hilarious. LA, what? <laughs> They're not a big sports area, or no, they definitely are. They definitely are. So, I. <laughs> Maybe they're just not big on on their football. I don't know, man. That's kind of crazy. Overall, the Super Bowl was watched by 112.3 million people, a 13% increase over last year. What do you think about the first name Wolf? That's what Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott decided on, I guess, for their son. Wolf Webster is this new baby's name. Kylie just gave birth at the very beginning of February, and her other daughter's name is Stormy. So I don't know where Wolf came from, but they both have yes unique names. Virgin Galactic is offering a space flight, and it's a ninety minute one. Compared to what? Wasn't it like Jeff Bezos's space flight nine minutes? This is ninety minutes. Virgin Galactic. It costs four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and it includes oh my gosh, not only training but an Under Armour space suit. Whoa! And membership into an exclusive future astronauts community. Bob Saget, his family is trying to stop the release of any further information regarding his death, saying that it would cause them irreparable harm in the form of extreme mental pain, anguish and emotional distress. So, yeah, I I don't think anything else is going to come out on that. Meanwhile, the family of the videographer who was shot on the movie set of Rust is suing Alec Baldwin and others over her death, saying that it could have been avoided and saying that Baldwin deserves the largest share of the blame since he held the weapon. They're seeking unspecified damages. Some good news, at least in my book. I don't know. Take this as you will. Coachella and Stagecoach, they dropped all of their COVID-19 precautions for their April festivals. Attendees will no longer be required to wear masks or show proof of vaccination status or a negative test result. Personally, I'm ready to get back to normal life. Uh, Obviously, not trying to be like insensitive or anything like that. So when do we go back to normal? Coachella says now. I hope that this is the right choice. And finally, Offset and Cardi B, the rapping couple, they got their anniversary tattooed on them. I guess Offset almost got the wrong date. Come on. that That's just for like their TV show, I bet. But that would have been very embarrassing. My husband and I, we have our anniversary tattooed on a ring finger. So I really love that. Super sweet. So now I have something in common with Cardi B. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Pep Talks podcast, Fridays at 5 p.m. Check it right here at pebtalks.com and anywhere you listen to podcasts. A shout out to Danielle Costa for coming on, doing a tiny interview, killing it with her very own pep dog, too, by the way. And uh, I'm on her podcast this week. So take a listen and go on over to Back to Basic Podcast. I will leave you with that. Have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you Friday at 5.